Alchemist. Hello. Welcome everybody to Cosmic Dust. Today we will be talking about the hashtag Me Too movement, and uh, I have two wonderful guests on today's episode. Uh, my friends Susie and Bianca. Hey guys. Hi. Um, why don't you each go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Um. <laughs> You can go first, Susie. No, you can totally go first. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go in alphabetical order. Bianca, why don't you go first? Okay. Uh, So my name is Bianca Fugas. I just graduated college with a marketing degree. Um, And I became friends with Ben uh, in high school. Probably my, I think it was my freshman year, right, Ben? Yes, yeah, yeah. Year. So we're going on like eight years over here, <laughs> um, which is pretty solid. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I love traveling, um, and I love talking. So <laughs> what's up? <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, I'm Susie Murray, and um, I'm not doing anything with my life currently, as are most people. Um, <laughs> I met Ben uh, when I was like 15 on Instagram. Uh, so, I don't really have anything else to say about that other than, like, Instagram <laughs> to make friends, apparently me. Uh, I, I did go to college once upon a time. I do have a degree in English. Clearly, I don't use it very much because I can't talk. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so, I wanted to talk about Me Too this week because, um... Lately, there have been a lot of outings of popular uh, YouTube slash Twitch streamers slash uh, public figures. Uh, I guess it's tis the season, (laughs) but (laughs) um, it affected me in a weird way because uh, two people that uh, I used to watch and currently watch got outed and I was really just like in shock and like these past two weeks have been uh, have been kind of like depressing just because of that um, it's put like a whole damper on my mood um, and uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about it um, the the first person that I want to mention is is the guy who I used to watch as as a high school student um, his name is cryotic um, he's a I'd say he's a pretty famous YouTuber, um, collabed with PewDiePie at the time when he was, you know, still very big, but at a rising point. Um, and he got outed for basically grooming uh, underage girls. Um, and it was just, it came to me in such a shock because um, at, at the time I was like, oh, you know, I really want to go back and like watch these videos again because they're really funny they're he he's hilarious like i i loved his voice blah 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 and of course like you know i look up his name and and the first thing i see is like oh uh, like three days ago video of him basically like saying he's sorry and blah 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 and i'm like oh god like this is so frustrating um and uh recently I, i i watched this uh streamer house called offline tv they're they're pretty famous in the in the twitch world which is the streaming world um and one of the members of the house uh was removed for basically um harassing the other roommates and uh their friend group so it's just been a it's been a hard week uh for just like me viewing these people that i thought were were good people and just you know it's, it's very crushing, so I, I don't know how you guys feel about, like, you know, when you find out about these people that, you know, you thought were good, and then, you know, this comes out, and you just, like, how do you deal with that? You know, how do you com- compartmentalize that? I have to um, agree. I, uh, so, I don't, not even part of the Smash community, because I don't play Smash, but I'm, like, a really avid watcher of competitive Smash, and they're having kind of, like, this moment right now where they're outing a bunch of people, and there's this caster, her name is Senpai, and I really looked up to her for like being such a vocal and loud woman in the community. And like, she's obviously, she's like a person of color. So it was like really, really cool to see her up, like being a caster in like such a prolific spot. Like she worked with Nintendo and stuff. And it recently came out that she was like 
at 24, she had this really weird relationship with this 14-year-old player. And I feel straight up gross. Like, I feel, like, it makes me sick to my stomach to think that I, like, looked up to this person who, like, on the outside seemed so, like, great and cool and, like, a, a role model for someone who wants to be, you know, a vocal person in a space that's normally really uh, hard to be a woman. And, like, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how I've been feeling, yeah. Yeah, like, it, like you said, it really is the week or two weeks of everyone just being outed because even for, like, me, I was looking back into, like, some old music that I used to listen to, and hi, I used to be <laughs> go through my uh, little emo phase at one point in time, and <laughs> they, uh, the band Black Veil Brides, one of the guitarists, um, he, like, is being outed left and right for like a whole bunch of different claims and stuff and uh you know like I me personally when I was younger I remember like I'd go to concerts and I remember him like pointing to girls in the crowd and stuff like that and they're like my age at the time like 15 and he was probably like I don't know mm -hmm. 26 and like back then being one of those girls I was like oh my gosh this is so mm -hmm. cool exciting mm -hmm. and now like hearing all of the horrible things from girls my age talking about stories from when they were 15 so like yeah that time frame um talking about these horrible stories it's just like it's crazy it's absolutely crazy like it's so disappointing to just you know like we've all been saying how people that you looked up to at some point in your life are not at all what you thought they were and now that we're adults and you can actually see it with their own eyes it's insane it's really crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny you said you said um now that we're adults I still don't feel like I'm an adult but <laughs> yeah I don't know like especially with all of these specific things when it comes to like grooming and stuff I can totally remember being a 14 15 16 year old girl and thinking like it would have been so cool like yeah it doesn't seem weird for like a 24 year old person to you know say like hey what's up want to hang out you think oh my god I'm so adult like they want to <laughs> hang out with me they want to talk to me and you don't think it's weird and then you like me now I'm 22 if like I would feel so weird talking to a 16 year old person like I don't even want to talk to people <laughs> who are still in college I'm like no yeah. <laughs> you're weird <laughs> yeah yeah that, that that's interesting that that you feel that way and I feel like a lot of like um a lot of girls in that age range probably feel the exact same way. They're probably like, think that that's the coolest thing in the world. Like, because yeah. you idolize these people. And I mean, I don't even know if it, it's a girl thing because I would do the same thing when I was in, in high school. I would idolize certain groups and certain people. And I'd be like, wow, like, I would totally love to hang out with these people. And like, you don't know, like, the maliciousness or the toxicity that's behind them until, you know, you're there in that situation. Mm -hmm. um, but um yeah it's 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 been a hard week for me because i have just been like so let down by people that i just looked up to and i'm just like asking this question like where where are the male role models like where are they like what is going on like i just want somebody who isn't taking advantage of women or just like doing like shady sh like i just need a good male figure to take the lead and be like hey like this is how you treat women and not any other way like i just don't get it yeah um yeah i mean there's this uh this speech it's called um if i were the devil and it talks about like you know whatever the world's demise whatever um through the devil and like one thing that really truly has been like just on point with what's going on at, at like this month I'd say is how it was talking about at some point the profanity in TV the profanity in like music whatever it's all gonna build up to a point where you know anything normal and anything good necessarily is deemed as being square <laughs> right like yeah. I know we've all heard that phrase back in the day yeah and like I just find it so like crazy because you know the actors the musicians whatever influencers whoever it is 
the ones that are good, no one really talks about because this drama is like the only thing that quote unquote normal people, you know, whatever, the people that aren't creators, like talk about and listen to. It's like the drama just feeds into everything for everyone. And it's, it's like, it sucks, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, it definitely sucks. Especially when you're, when you're following people that you think are the good people and then yeah. like something, mm -hmm. Something like this week happens, and it's like, wow, like, you know, I, and and it sucks for um, the the current uh, live streamer house that I'm watching offline TV because like the guy who was let off, Fedmeister, um, he brought a lot of content to the table. He he really like was the hard carry for um, like their their I'd say last year of content. And now he's basically just gone. So now it's like I don't know how these, how they, how they're really gonna survive. But I, I, I have a feeling that they, they will continue to make good content and will like continue forth. But they're probably gonna lose like a good chunk of their fan base because he's gone. Even though people don't, even even if there's people that agree with what they did or people that disagree, they're still gonna be losing a huge chunk. Of, of viewers yeah. i feel that i feel there's like a lot of people who don't necessarily take this as seriously as they should mm -hmm. and yeah. definitely think that there's a lot of uh you know like i like to think that they're little kids but they're definitely probably not like they're definitely probably people my age who literally do not give a shit uh oops can i say that yes <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> this is an explicit podcast they definitely do not give a shit like what happens to like vulnerable people in their community and they would just rather nobody says anything so they can continue living or they just maybe they like that shit i don't know whatever it's just gross and i hate it because people can come out and talk about what's happening to them and people just don't care like i was talking about senpai uh so she's a girl right and this other player he's a boy and a bunch of people in the comments like bro you're lucky i don't know why you're saying this was bad and shit and it just makes me so sick like they yeah. don't yeah. care yeah. they would just rather things stay exactly the same uh yeah. and they don't want like they just don't want things to change and i'm like but they could change for the better and you're just you would just like these shitty people to continue having power and right. why <laughs> i don't understand why right right that's that's literally exactly what happened in this situation he just had so much power um that he basically he manipulated everybody around him to basically see him as the good guy. And without, you know, the people who did come out with their stories, he would have stayed in that position. So yeah. it, it, and it, and it baffles me that um, there are people that will defend these people or mm -hmm. be like, Oh, this should have been dealt with privately or like, you should have just like kept this behind closed doors. And it's like, no, because if you, if you do that you're condoning the actions of this person you're condoning that like this is an okay thing to do in your field of business where it's never an okay thing to do in any field of business yeah. so mm -hmm, for sure yeah there's like definitely a lot of people oh man i totally forgot what i was gonna say i had something to say it i forgot <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean i'll, I'll i can pick up for you but yes. it's just like what people agreeing with it and people fighting against um these girls coming out it's just like it's annoying you know because it, like when people need to come out about these things it's not just for this like I feel like in most situations they're not coming out just for themselves to be like hi look at me actually no correction they never do that <laughs> it's really never never, yeah. never ever for the attention seeking in any world and it's annoying that people are like, oh, you're like seeking for the attention. You're cloud chaser. Out. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Cloud chasing. Yeah. I I've can't. seen that like a thousand times this I week. I cannot. <laughs> it's so infuriating. And like <sighs> these people are coming out for the fact of being like, hey, you know, this crazy thing happened. I think everyone should know so that like anyone else who had this happen to them should can also come out about it. And for future people, you're not gonna have to deal with it. Like, you know? 
so many right. girls I see in their statements are just like, I just, the reason I said this is because I don't want it to happen to anybody else. And like, right? yeah. it's literally, they just want to protect other girls because they know it's such a shitty place to like be, like as a woman, the world is kind of shitty. Yeah. And even as a guy too, like I honestly, <laughs> for sure, with, with this movement, like I, I'm happy about the movement, don't get me wrong, um, because it's giving a lot of people the voices that they need but at the same time i do feel like it's so female focused it's like like i don't know i'm, I'm not saying there needs to be two separate ha hashtags because obviously like mm -hmm. this action and this experience for anyone is horrible regardless of your gender regardless of anything but um i don't know i do feel like like a lot of guys kind of get like washed over when it's when they have to deal with this situation yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because um, I, I was also gonna I was gonna bring that up later and, and ask about you know how guys fit into the Me Too movement as victims. Um, I've been a victim of many like sexual advances, unwanted sexual advances from both genders, from guys and girls, and I've had many experiences where I've felt that state of panic and just been like not being able to do anything and like you know the thing that 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 pisses me off the most is like when people say things like oh why didn't you just say no mm -hmm, like why mm -hmm. didn't you just yeah. like and it's like you don't understand that there is a physical reaction it's like a fight or flight and some people just freeze you know yeah. right right um i mean like i don't know <laughs> with in regards to guys it's like i don't even i don't even know how the solution to it i mean there is no solution period but I don't know how there can be some form of resolution to this situation because, you know, like it's so female dominated with this Me Too movement. And at the same time, like not only are those girls facing the backlash of other people, but then the guys are going to be facing backlash of other people and some of those girls even, you know, because because mm -hmm. like, I don't know. And I feel like in society, a lot of people just don't see it both ways which is totally mm -hmm. ridiculous because it's like anyone can experience it like it's you know it's yeah. it's crazy i am um, i'm glad that it became me too because that is very like gender neutral yeah. um and i think that obviously it can happen to people of all genders and definitely uh i am glad that in most of my circles and i i know i live in a bubble i like it this way but uh most of my circles <laughs> i see uh I see exactly the same amount of support for uh, men and like men aligned people as I do for women and women aligned people. And like that makes me very happy about my circle, but even though I do live in a bubble, I know that in the wider world that is not how it is. And I really, really wish that things could be better for men and boys uh, to like feel safe in talking about this because I think that a lot of men and boys feel like if they talk about it, like it's the whole toxic masculinity thing where oh, absolutely. all 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 sexual contact is 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 what men want and boys and men don't feel like they can say that was actually not what I wanted. And I mean, look back to the the tweets about uh, the the uh, Smashcaster. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know? They were like, "You're so like, lucky," what? you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's that's exactly how other guys will respond. Yeah. Like, and uh, a famous case would be uh, Terry Crews. Mm -hmm. um, when he was assaulted i mean people just took it as a joke and it's like it, <laughs> i don't understand like i don't understand why men have to be this way and then that's actually a good male role model right there that i just thought of is terry cruz terry cruz is fantastic if you haven't looked up his his talks you should go ahead and look him up because he's great yeah i think yeah definitely toxic masculinity plays a huge role in men and like the, the issues they feel about speaking up because honestly i think a lot more men have had issues uh with sexual assault uh than i think actually talk about it because i think they just mm -hmm. don't feel like they can speak about things or else it puts them outside of you know what is acceptable for a man to do and i i really wish that wasn't the case because i think men have a like men need to have a space in this wider conversation so that we can try to fix things to be better for the future yeah yeah i mean i forget what the uh entire case was actually called but the case of like hundreds of uh i, I think it was 
51, but I'm, I don't really remember, but hundreds of football players in college um, being assaulted by their, um, by their coach. And like, I can't oh, yes. imagine, right? I, like, I remember that. I like, I can only, I can't even imagine what that must've been like, because for them, not only is speaking out going to like, maybe in their mind, speaking out could have made them come across as less masculine, less of a mm-hmm. man. And coming out can also mean like that, you know, they could lose their scholarships that they need to be able to succeed and get through college. And um, I don't know, I, I think the whole stigma that talking about the things that have happened to you like this does not make you any less masculine than you already are. And it does not make you anything else than what you are. And that's just human, you know what I mean? For sure. I think that I think that there there's a huge stigma, especially for men, but also I think it exists for women in that like you just can't talk about it or you're or you're weak or you know, yeah. if you talk about it later, then you're lying. If you talk about it, you it's just like talking about it always opens you up to harassment. And I just really wish that wasn't the case. Like I really wish you could say, Hey, this happened to me and people would be like, I hear you, I see you, and I'm sorry, you know? Yeah. What yeah. can we do to make it I, better? <laughs> I feel like that's the majority of people, but then you still have like you know the niche groups of people that will harass you and will yeah. I mean, like take it out of context or say that you're lying and it's like why why does that have to exist I mean, like why for sure although like it comes from really shitty places sometimes like i know i was telling yeah. i was telling my family about what happened to me and my aunt was just like why'd you even put yourself in that situation and i was like okay hold on stop i'm out absolutely not yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're not yeah. gonna start this today because then, then it becomes a question of like why do anything Wh- like, why <laughs> why go outside yeah it's it's ridiculous am i just like not allowed to go outside for fear that someone is going to invade my space like that's just not cool you know i want to live my life and i shouldn't have to live in fear of people touching me you know yeah yeah and even going off of what you said about um like like you talking about it later and then being like people saying that you're a liar stuff with that is like so many people are in relationships right and and this is like a whole other topic I feel like but like when you're in a relationship and like you don't even know or realize what you're going through when it comes to sexual assault you know and Mm -hmm. like for those people that come out later on and realize about these things later on um I don't know it's just like I feel like every angle obviously every angle you come at these situations it's just it's complicated for sure i think i think people people don't realize that you might have to you know take it take a second and process what happened or even like come to realize that that was wrong uh for you to even want to speak out about it and just because you talk about it later doesn't necessarily mean that like that you that you're lying that it's it's uh that it didn't happen the way you said it did yeah because people really do need time to process things and figure it out like obviously something happened to me and i didn't go and tell everybody right away i mean like props to you if you do you know props to you for like you know going to the hospital and getting your kit done and whatever that's just wasn't my experience and i just don't think that should make it any less valid yeah to like the people around me you know yeah yeah now this is you know this is a controversial shift but um there's obviously a lot of people that think that uh, the amount of cases that come forward about uh, sexual assault, um, you know, a lot of these men who get accused, they lose practically everything. Like the the guy who was streaming, he's he's not going to stream for it. I don't even know. I don't think he should ever stream, in my opinion. But um, you know, a lot of people claim that like, oh, like where's like the evidence for this and how do you provide evidence how do you know that this isn't lying or this isn't and it becomes uh i feel like we, we live in a world where we just automatically have to believe what these people are saying because there really is no other outlet to like go ahead and say that this is what happened because if you bring it up in court it's mo- more than likely gonna get pushed off it's not gonna be even be acknowledged you can't go to police you can't go to any of that stuff so you know it's difficult for me to think about because um 
I want to believe that people are good down to their core, but I also know that there's many, many of men who are just completely malicious. Um, but how do you, you know, how do you differentiate uh, cases where actual assault is happening, or it could just be something that is used to take people down? Um, and it could not just be, it could not just be like men, it could be women as well. So basically for me, I always like to keep in mind the statistic that literally like not even 10% of cases uh, are like lies. Like when someone comes out and says like, I've been sexually assaulted, very few of them are actually uh, lies. So I like to keep that in mind uh, when I see something. Obviously I feel like now, especially, especially right now where we live very digitally, there's almost always receipts of like people talking to each other, maybe not about the specific thing, but sort of around the specific thing. I know I see a lot of uh, when I, when stuff comes on my timeline, it's a lot of like messages, like screenshots of you know Twitter DMs or whatever that, that mm -hmm. really prove stuff. And especially when other people come out and say this also happened to me, that like really validates the story for me. Um, obviously, like if it is just one person, you know. And it's then it's sort of like a he said she said situation i really don't know how i stand on the situation uh, i guess it really depends on like what down uh i like to believe that most people would own up to it and say like hey you know like this did this this was something that i did and i'm gonna step away mm -hmm. like um the guitarist of my uh of my favorite band turnover like uh someone came up against him for being like emotionally abusive and he was like yeah i i did that and i'm gonna step away and work on myself and like i really respected him for that he was really cool uh i really hope he you know gets his shit together because you know i think everybody deserves to have like a, a a new start but i don't necessarily think that that should be in a position of power again you know yeah, and so right. for these people for these men who who do these shitty things obviously me personally i think they're very shitty people do I think that they have to continue being really shitty people? No. Do I think that we have to accept their apologies? Also no. You can apologize all you want, but we don't have to accept it. And I really think that you should just continue your life in a different way, perhaps, because you clearly don't know how to handle power and the position that it puts you in over other people. Yeah, that was well said. I know nobody said anything. Um, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was a little speechless. I was like, damn. <laughs> I thought about this a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. The, um, the YouTuber Cryotic, who I used to watch as uh, a high school kid, um, he basically owned up to it immediately. Like, his video basically was like, you know, I did this and it's, and it's bad and like i'm gonna step away and work on, work on myself like the guitarist like you said um but then you know you have other people coming out of the woodwork saying like this is you know actually what happened and it's actually a lot worse than what he's describing it as um it's you know he's only letting off like 20 percent of like the information and then it's like oh my gosh like <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> like uh, it's just such a mess honestly um so yeah. i mean yeah. but also though like like i don't know the way that i look at this situation is wholeheartedly genuinely i believe that everyone and this is a sad but i think pretty true fact that everyone in at least america has experienced some form of sexual assault mm -hmm. one way or another and so like with that in mind when a lot of people come out i do I mean, I'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt and believe what is said usually, but at the same time, there's situations like, let's say Justin Bieber recently, he was accused um, of, I, I don't know, like six or seven years ago um, for assaulting a girl and he was quiet and everyone was like, oh, damn, he really did this. And then like the next day he came out with all of these receipts of how her story does not add up and like all of these receipts of his location and photos and you know all this different stuff and it's like it's like you know like not to be saying it but like that was a cult chaser right there I, or at least it could have been i mean maybe there's she messed up her story i don't know but i don't know there's situations like that 
where it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you, you, yeah, I guess just have to take every story with a grain of salt, but I don't know, the kindness of me wants to believe it off the bat usually. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, because like, you know, Justin Bieber is, he is like a, he's a megastar. You know? Yeah, um, for sure. And, you know, the people that I'm really mentioning, they're, they're only like pseudo famous, I guess you could say, <laughs> yeah, like they're, they're sure, famous same. on the internet, you know, <laughs> um, but somebody like Justin Bieber, you know, who grew up in the digital age, like, you know, how do you, you know, how do you know that he's telling the truth now, even though he's giving you receipts, how do you know that those are the correct, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they could be forged, like you don't know, mm-hmm, like, sure. because he has that much power. He has that that knowledge he has the people that he can provide excuses for you know these these people who are on a different level and can't really they don't really have the resources to to back out of situations like this you know they have to come forward and be like hey this is what i did um so i don't know and and then i think about like the you know the bill cosby case that went on for i don't even know how long like three three years or something it was a while and it was it was a while. I remember that shit on the news for like at least two or three years, and everybody was like, "Did he do it? Did he really do it?" And like, eventually, obviously, it was so fucking clear. But, um, it's just it's just amazing to me because now we live in this digital age where, like Susie said, like we have we have receipts, we have screenshots and proof of like people communicating with each other that leads you to believe that there was something going on. Yeah. You know, back in Bill Cosby's day, there was nothing like that. So you could get away with basically anything yeah. and people mm-hmm. would take your word for it just because you were a celebrity. Um, now, my thinking is that's definitely still possible and it definitely still happens today and we just don't really realize it. Um, yeah. So yeah. It, it, there's a famous quote in, in my favorite show, uh, Bojack Horseman. And uh, <laughs> it's basically... Uh, one of the characters, Diane, who is giving a speech about why life sucks, essentially. And she ends it with, like, uh, everything's garbage and all your favorite musicians beat their wives. Like, and it's it, it holds so much truth to it because, like, this is exactly how I feel this week is that, you know, they're not musicians, but they're, they were some of my favorite people, like, growing up. And here it is. Like, here's the truth. Like... Yeah. <laughs> It, it sucks. It's a hard pill to swallow, but it sucks. For yeah. sure. I think uh, I think that there's people who suck, like, in all of our circles. And it just really, it really sucks. You think, why are all, you know, famous people, like, so shitty? But I think it really just does exist in our circles, right? Because it happens to people, mm-hmm. like, it happens to people, you know, from people who aren't, you know, famous. Like, right. like mine's just my friend like he's just a fucking dude he's just a fucking guy and when just dudes and guys become famous when just that girl who was really creepy to your little cousin you know when she becomes famous when these people become famous that's why it just it just feels like the only reason it feels like everyone who's famous is really shitty is because that's all we get to hear about we never get to hear about you know the fucking guy you know just that random dude you never get to hear about it and like that sucks but just like this proliferation of really, really terrible people. And I just, I really agree with Bianca. I feel like so many people, probably like literally everyone has had some really shitty sexual assault experience, whether it be like cat calling or people looking at you real gross, you know, like staring at the ass. So you peep the ass and like, no bro, that's my ass. Yeah. Stop looking. Um, I just think everybody, everybody's dealt with it. And I think that just has to do with the fact that there are just there's a lot of bad people out there and uh, <laughs> i really wish that they yeah. could just work on themselves before like you know putting themselves in a position of power yeah yeah hopefully i, I mean also like i i i came from like a bigger school and it's just really interesting because it's so normalized like i don't know about your schools but like i i know for a fact at my school like a guy like, you know, slapping my ass while I'm at the bar waiting for a drink was normal. Like, it was like, you turn around and you look at them weird, but not a single person is going to do anything about it. You're not going to do anything about it because it's normal, you know? For sure. 
for sure. I, I mean, it wasn't in my school, but like in my community, I, I moved back home. I got, I got into this, you know, this group of people who were all, you know, centered around the same music, going to a bunch of shows, basically like a music community, I guess. And people would like go into my, and people would like go into my fucking, what was it at the time? Curious Cat? Does anybody remember Curious Cat? Uh, yes. So I'm going to my Curious Cat straight up sending me like rape threats, death threats, like, and nobody said anything. Nobody did anything. Everyone was just watching this happen. Nobody did anything because it's just like normal. It's just normal to see people yeah. harassing other people. And you're just like, oh, not my problem. Yeah. Do do and, and it just for, sucks. For those that don't know, uh, Curious Cat is basically like an Ask FM. Ask like, FM, Curious uh, Cat. Type. Uh, yeah, message board. It's just like a place where anonymous people can ask you questions and then you would answer them. Oh, I hit the mic with my face. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like those types of message boards are always going to be just clouded with people that are going to harass you, though. For I sure. I just don't and think that's I, right. You know? I, I mean, I don't... Yeah, of course it's not right. <laughs> but I think that, not. yeah, definitely people see an open, like, anonymous thing where they can tell somebody something, you know, and nobody's going to know about it. They're going to use it mm -hmm. to say all the shitty things that they've been thinking. And, like, that sucks. And it, I don't think it's right. Uh, I don't think it's it's something that should happen. But uh, it is definitely yeah. uh, something that is really common with, like, Ask FM, Curious Cat type things. Yeah. yeah. And even even privately, like that's not completely public because, you know, they're being secretive about who's um, asking the questions and everything. But even privately, like, like you don't really know what people are thinking and saying and doing. Um, and like, I'm pretty sure I told Ben this when it happened back in the day, but I remember for me in high school, uh, there was this kid that you know, he was kind of quiet and like I befriended him at the time and apparently he wrote an entire story about oh, no yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knows what I'm going to talk about I remember <laughs> an entire story about kidnapping raping and gangbanging and murdering me multiple times and then reincarnating me to do it again and like Yo, wait, pause. That's so <laughs> fucked up. And I am so sorry. I am so sorry that Dude. happened to you. Oh my god. I totally forgot about that too. Oh my god. I blocked that out of my memory because I didn't want to even remember oh. that that was yeah. real. I am but... so sorry. <laughs> I mean, I can laugh about it now. Um, no, but I'm sure that was like really fucked up to find out because this is your friend, yeah, you know? Like... Yeah. And to make it worse, like my friends that honestly, even, I mean, I, I just, I don't associate with most of them anymore, but that my friend group that I was frequently hanging out with, like I'd say at the time they were my best friends, um, they knew about it and they were actually helping him edit his grammar oh on it. And that's how I found out because they were talking about the grammar of his book. I was like, guys, what book are you talking about? And then someone slipped and Bianca found out. And uh, oh, like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. But like it's not <laughs> it's really not it's not but you know i mean i can laugh about it now which i guess is a is a good thing but yeah and you know i went to my high school because the next day was going to be my senior year of high school and my friends warned him he put it onto an external hard drive and uh my oh sorry it just started thundering outside i got spooked <laughs> and uh the principal said that there was nothing that they could do and you know, that was it. I was like, WTF? Like, what do you mean there's nothing you yeah, can do? Yeah, what do you do? mean there's nothing they like, can do? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it, it's like, I don't know, like, parents to the rescue, I guess, they had to call in and say, like, at least keep him on a different floor, and, you know, they can't be in the same classes or anything like that, but, um, you know, I mean, that story probably still up. I'm kind of curious what it's like. Yeah, I want to read it. <laughs> yeah if you have if you're if you're if you have a student that's writing shit like i'm gonna rape and like pillage this person <laughs> and then like kill them like if, you, if you're even writing that in like a book and it gets found out you need to you need to get out of the school are you kidding me <laughs> Wait, there's nothing can't we be can there. do like what no that's a big what lie. does that mean that's a lie <laughs> oh god yeah but yeah like i don't know it's just it's weird because like there's again there's so many different forms of assault right and it's like like 
everyone just protects everyone or no one wants to put in the effort to correct anything and even if you're vocal about it the odds of you actually getting like the right justice for you to feel safe in your own body again and you to feel safe going down the street or whatever it is it's like it's it's horrible to say but you it's almost like you're never gonna get that closure you know Mm -hmm. for sure you never get to see these people like you never get to see these people realize that their actions were wrong and like get punished for it you know in whatever format that may be yeah yeah. And it really, really sucks, you know, because you can tell everybody in the world, but, like, is something really going to happen about it? No, because nobody wants to hold them accountable, and that just sucks. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I want to I want to bring it back to, um, like, what, what Bianca was saying in, in college and the bar scene mm. and, like, how that, you know, in that time period, I feel like these events are at an all-time high. I feel like, you, you know high school it can definitely happen but i feel like in college um it's just so much more likely because of the culture for sure um and you know i would go to a frat house very often and the guys that i knew there were always looking out for the girls who were always coming to the house right Mm -hmm. so you had regular people and the girls who came to the house would basically like if there was ever an interaction with a guy who was being rowdy or a guy who was touching them or being weird, um, they would come up to one of the brothers and be like, hey, like this dude is acting funny, like you need to kick him out. And then they would kick him out. That's really cool. Um, <laughs> and that's that's really cool, you know? And I always admired them for that because, you know, my vision of college life and college partying was like, oh yeah, like guys are just gonna do that shit all the time and like, it's up to us bystanders to go ahead and, and say something about it. But these people who were running the shit were actually like making an effort to stop those people um, from doing what they're doing. That's but. really cool because, you know, I think rape culture is a huge thing on college campuses. I don't know if they made you guys do this, but um, I went to I went to UConn and before like part of our, I don't know, onboarding process, that's for jobs, but I don't know what to call it. Part of our, no, orientation. Part of our orientation was we had to like watch this whole thing about being a bystander and seeing, you know, seeing sexual assault and seeing something and saying something, you know, and what can happen if you don't. Uh, and I thought that was cool. I don't know if it necessarily helped, but I think making people aware of like the, the rules around consent and the fact that you can't consent while intoxicated was really important, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that reminds me of the, uh, I think probably all of us have seen it, um, but the uh, don't force someone else to drink your tea. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? That video? Yes. I love that video. <laughs> it's like someone says that they want tea and then decide that they don't want to, that they don't want it, don't force them to drink the tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that video. Me too. I haven't seen the video that you're talking oh, about. Oh, it's like, it's it like likening. Funny having sex with someone to drinking tea so you're like <laughs> yeah. someone's yeah if, if someone says they want tea uh and then don't want it don't force them to drink the tea you know just pour your tea down someone's throat like it's just it's just this whole thing that obviously makes sense you know you don't force people to drink tea that's weird you don't force Absolutely. people to have sex that's illegal yeah right <laughs> <laughs> that's illegal <laughs> that's the tagline for this that's illegal well it's you know uh, one of the other topics i wanted to bring up was um you know why why men do the things that they do (laughs) (laughs) i ask myself this every day (laughs) (laughs) and i think that um i think that one of the biggest reasons is uh the effects of porn in our culture um and you know I'll admit it like you know as a teenager I would watch like a lot of porn because like I didn't have I didn't have a proper sex talk and I'm sorry mom and dad (laughs) like you did not no I I will gladly admit it on air right now I'm like my mom and dad they did not give me a proper (laughs) sex talk and I doubt that most parents do anyway they probably just don't know how to talk about it and I understand that it's, it's awkward I get it um but it needs to happen because like the only other way that you know adolescent boys are gonna learn about sex is through porn because it's everywhere and guys are curious and they like looking at boobs and then they'll fucking they'll just go ahead and look up porn on their own and then they're just immediately brought into this world of like oh 
women are like this this is reality like this is my reality and it turns them into these monsters that like don't know how to you know sexually communicate with women or like even just communicate in general with women um one of the one of the things that uh i've noticed in porn culture right now is uh the idea of like stepsister and stepmom oh my god and like it's so disgusting and it's like it's essentially incest and like this is being promoted to kids who are like 16 17 who like don't know any better and are just learning about sexuality and they're like oh yeah it's totally okay because they're not related and like it's porn and like whatever but then it's just uh you're putting ideas into these kids that have no idea what they're watching and it's just it's gonna create such a worse worse environment for for the men of the future and it's just like so saddening because like porn is already filled with like so much like rape culture and just terrible terrible notions of how sex go and it's just it's very very painful for me to think about like you know the access of how so many like teenagers male teenagers now and women too like like female teenagers whatever like they they all have the same access to this pornography it's everywhere and it manipulates how they will be sexually like in the future so yeah i am i think that i think that without a proper like education on what sex is supposed to be and like consent and all of the things that go along with it people like you know teenagers kids you know whatever are going to find the information for themselves and oftentimes that information is you know the worst kind of information that will lead them in the completely wrong direction and like that that's gonna cause harm like my sister and i we have this cousin and like this is gonna sound really fucked up but like uh he's like 12 now and he has not been reined in by his parents he thinks he can get everything he wants i don't know if they're gonna give him the talk and we constantly say like he's gonna get title nine like when do we say something when do we teach this kid because as the, yeah. at the rate he's going he's gonna get title nine yeah sorry family. and that's and that's that's what's scary you know that's that's what's scary to me because and and i i i know i bashed my parents before but you know they're good people but it was also in my opinion my education's job mm-hmm. to also okay. inform me about sex and wait when you was, go to catholic school, school what did you get about sex <laughs> nothing oh my god <laughs> absolutely jack <laughs> absolutely jack nothing i didn't get sex ed because i'm disabled but um that yeah, still doesn't make sense weird. either. That still doesn't make sense either. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> what does that mean? You're disabled, so you can't have sex. Clearly, no. Sex ed was during PE class, and we just like they would just be like, "This is how you have sex. Don't do it." Also, I also never understood, like in movies, in every scenario, why is sex ed part of gym class? It is. It's part of gym class in public school. It was like because I went to public school, right? It's yeah. it was part of my gym class. I didn't take gym class because I can't get hit in the head. Uh, and yeah, so I just didn't get sex ed, and I was like, "Hey, do I need that?" They're like, "No, you're fine." I was like, "It tells me I do need that, but whatever." <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it is physical education. But my friends, but like... Yeah, my friends just like, yeah, they basically showed us how to put on a condom and said, "Don't do sex." I didn't even get shown how to put on. A they condom. were like, yes. "These are I all the STDs you can get. Every single one. Don't have sex. This Literally, is how you do it." The closest thing for, I mean, I don't know how different it was. For you then I know you're only a year ahead of me but like I just remember that in our, our like religious class we were just told like like don't have it or else you're going to hell a oh and b yeah <laughs> and b if you're gay the parts quote-unquote do not fit like we didn't even get gay yeah I mean gay sex didn't exist yeah for us it's just conclusion hell don't do it <laughs> like, conclusion yeah. don't think about it <laughs> you'll figure it out <laughs> yeah that's that's the interesting part about going to catholic school is that you get zero sex education at all like i it, you would expect that to be done in like biology class because that's like the most obvious that it can be 
in, be placed in. But we got it, like you said, in, in religious studies I class. That. I hate that for you. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I hate it too. Believe me. I learned absolutely nothing aside from that if I was going to have premarital sex, I was going to hell. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, that's going to fuck you up. Because teenagers, look, the way I feel about it is teenagers are going to have sex. Give them a safe... Yeah. Give them, like, a way to do it safely because they're going to do it regardless. Like, yeah. And they're going to find somewhere really creepy and unlike safe and, like, dirty to do it. And it's going to be gross. And so just talk to them about it and do it. And so, so like, that's got to fuck up some, you know, like, really religious 16-year-old girl. She's like, why do I why do I want to fuck my boyfriend? I'm going <laughs> to hell now. And, like, yeah. that's that's got to be really emotionally harrowing. Like, I feel bad for you, Kathleen. Kathleen. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I feel like that's definitely a girl who goes to Catholic school name. I... Yeah, because it's, it's basically Catholic, but... <laughs> <laughs> with lean Catholic. Yeah, I mean, with our school though, like, I mean, I don't know exactly how true this is, and this is probably going to be making it a bit overdramatic to an extent, but I feel like secretly at least one girl by their senior year um, for like each class will uh, have had an abortion. Because, you know, there were times, oh, yeah. yeah, there were times when girls oh, were yeah. missing from school for like a week to two weeks. Everyone would ask what happened and they'd be like, shh, shh. And then they'd come back and it's like, this girl was like so vivacious before. And then she comes back oh, and you God. can just see the depression like following her down the hall, you know? That and it's sucks. like, yeah. And like, that's what comes with, like, there's so much that comes with people being uneducated. And like, sure. yeah. that's one of like the tangible things you can like truly see, have the evidence of, of just like the lack of education. And it's, it's really horrible. I know uh, I live in Texas. So basically you get pregnant in high school, you're having that kid. And, yes. uh, and so I know a lot of like teen, teen moms in my high school and like, that really sucks because like I said, kids are gonna, like, they're gonna do it. They are going to, there's no way you can stop them. And they're either, if they don't, they're not protected they're, they're they might get pregnant they might have an std and also they don't know what they don't know what good sexual relationships look like and they could be getting harmed getting abused and end up getting assaulted you know and have to realize that you know five ten years down the line and have to you know deal with that trauma because we're not teaching them what what sex looks like in a healthy relationship 